so to speak, into this arc um, as far as any kind of event store because we don't have one yet. So uh, it will probably likely just be kind of like it was during the last arc, just an extra weekend event. But Gauntlet Week 4 is uh, scheduled and supposedly ready to go. Okay, thank you. Yes, sir. Next question. I have one. Um, we're currently under maintenance since that's been delayed. But considering all these changes in this game, doesn't it require a new uh, game client version? There is a new game client coming. It is not yet available in either Apple or Android stores. I know, Vita, your bot is kind of monitoring for that. I've kind of been watching for it away. Uh, uh, watching for it also, but it has not yet been released. Maintenance, as of right now, is tentatively scheduled to be lifted in approximately two hours and 15 minutes. Hopefully, we see our client drop in the meantime. Maintenance, of course, was delayed this morning, which has me slightly concerned because if it was a problem with the game servers, then uh, we would have already seen the client being pushed. Uh, if it is a problem with the client, that means they're scrambling to re-push the client because technically, as of right now, the game was originally scheduled to already be live and the fact that there is not a client suggests to me that there was a problem with the client. So, uh, Not necessarily I, true. Not they necessarily, just, I agree. They could have delayed it. They could have just hold, they can hold back kind of that. You can yeah, that, and that's, just that's certainly possible. Them. I'll tell you one thing, Ripper, uh, that I am excited about with this client update outside of this patch. I don't know if you guys read the patch notes, but Ripper, they do seem to suggest that they finally solved the issue of the faction branding for ships in base. Uh, in the bugs list, they indicate that pure research will now be displayed. Uh, I this sure is, hope so. This is welcome news uh, for those of you who have very expensive ship components. Um, and, uh, you know, don't necessarily have that 2.2 billion Tritanium, uh, but do have the 700 million Tritanium that it would actually truly cost. So the bugs list does indicate that pure research will now be displayed on ship components. And again, Ripper, that is, uh, I, ironically, I don't think that we have a problem with discovery as far as deployment. I, uh, I, my gut is telling me that there was uh, possibly a small issue with the client regarding this pure research. Nonetheless, hopefully mm. that is coming. Hopefully that is fixed. I have and, uh, heard other things. Three hundred battle reports. Yes. So, in an effort to provide a little bit more clarity, I know. I mean, I've heard this story a million times. When someone says, well, I didn't get my temp bubble. Uh, actually, you probably did, just the battle log doesn't keep it um, because you've been hit more than 28 times. And yes, I say 28, not 30, because for whatever reason, those bottom two logs always hang out. Uh, nonetheless, now, 300 battle logs will allow for you to be able to scroll back and hopefully be able to find, unless you were a whale that you know was looted for hundreds of millions, you should be able to scroll back through your logs and actually find your crack and your temp bubble there is what uh, I think they were hoping for. Uh, Vita, to your point, I hope that 300 battle logs does not provide extra strain on the server. Um, I don't know if those are stored on the client or stored in the server, but I am actually very, very glad to have additional information available in my battle logs. So I'm excited about that uh, improvement I have as well. Yet, but what I think is they do it scrollable 30 at a time, which gets simply pulled from the server like uh, 30, uh, like gra grab the next 30. 
Um, the most important uh, thing about this is we can finally tap off all those old reports we haven't been able to read yet that have been lingering for months or in some cases uh, maybe even longer. Like what you uh, see, you're talking about those last two ones. Well, um, I've seen like uh, 28 reports being uh, set, uh, shown, and then 30 uh, displayed. But the most important is we can go back more in history and finally mark those reports we've never been able to read because, as you said, the system is being flooded by people attacking your base on a, on a large scale or stuff like that. Or when you go hunting, that you are able to see farther beyond the past. Now, here's the thing, though. Really, 300 uh, for a player who completes all of his dailies, 300 is still only a day. You know, I mean, you, you could fill up a, a battle report with 300 logs just by doing your dailies, which presents a totally different conversation that we need to have with Scopely, which is just about the, the size of the dailies and the amount of time required. Uh, however, 300 battle logs is certainly better than 30, but, uh, you know, still is most likely a day or maybe two if, uh, if you're a relatively active player. Uh, so. If you're relatively active, then you also uh, suffer from something called OCD. And as soon as you see that red pu button pop up next to your messages, you click on it before <laughs> even reaching 30. I, I, have, so, so many, yeah. I have so many red dot indicators. I, I have my OCD has just been, has rage quit. I cannot, I can't, I just can't deal with it anymore. I've got so many ships. I've got like 17 icons over my ships, nine icons over my refinery. It's just too many. Um, oh, so. I actually use those. If I see, uh, I have like a baseline, refinery baseline of eight, which I don't do. Those are much, uh, mostly the convert to, or the charged uh, stuff, uh, convert to anything else. But if I see a number bigger than eight, I know, hey, there is something in the uh, refinery I need to know about. Which all right, I let, can me do. Answer, um, let me answer. First of all, Vita, are you running audio? Because I'd love to be able to push this later if we can. I don't uh, know if no, I would need to install Banana in order to, re in order to have this uh, conversation as input source. If, if anybody is able, Stevens Aaron or, or Britallion uh, can be pinged. Anybody who's able to run audio, that would be very helpful. I, again, I'm just kind of hanging out in but, voice to answer questions. But uh, I will ask uh, someone who has a bot for it next time. Stevens Aaron has got it. Stevens Aaron's got it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, let me answer a couple of questions from the chat very quickly. Max says, with guaranteed spawns, this is from the patch notes on Exchange Armadas, with guaranteed spawns, does that mean there will always be a few epic Exchange Armadas always up in exchange space? I do not know what the rate of these are going to be. However, what they have told us is that they are um, a more permanent schedule, meaning that you're not going to necessarily have to do, say, 10 rares to spawn an epic is that it's going to be more based on time. I do not know if that means that there will always be epics up, but that means that regardless of whether or not people are running them in exchange space, then they will eventually force out and spawn out. So, for example, uh, that turnaround or that cooldown could still be eight hours, for example, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to clear ten rares before you get there. Okay. Uh, um, let's see, Sack Attack says, so Discovery will be a miner on top of being an explorer. 
yes, that is an interesting new, uh, and I say interesting, it, it, I'm not, I don't know. It, it's, it is interesting because we've never had a warship that would actually be a minor. But the Discovery, uh, if you go back to canon, Discovery was originally a science vessel. It was never meant to be a warship. It was a science vessel that became relevant in the Battle of the Binaries. So, uh, and that was in the Klingon War. So it only then kind of became a warship. And I believe that Scopely is trying to play on that narrative is that this ship will be used for something that was not its original intent. So yes, you'll look at the ship's ability, which is to harvest mycelium. Harvesting mycelium uh, presents itself in two ways. That's grinding from hostels, which is similar to a loot bonus that we've gotten with Stella, uh, and also mining the actual mycelial nodes. Uh, and uh, as of yet, I have not been able to prove this, uh, as I've not been able to play uh, in-game, but my, uh, my, my gut tells me that with that harvesting rate, that will also translate to a ship's ability, a mining ability for the Discovery to actually sit on a mycelial node. All right, as of now, my information tells me both, okay? My information tells me both. So Kilo says, so we can now mine with warships. Well, as I mentioned in the video, that is going to be a little bit interesting. Depending on your server's politics, depending on what your agreements are, uh, you're going to have to be a little bit more careful because you can't now just look for any symbol other than the survey symbol because uh, if it's in a mycelial system anyway, at least in that system, you're going to have to look. Now, if it's a battleship symbol, go ahead and kill it. Uh, but if it's an explorer symbol, you might have to zoom in a little bit or scan and see if it is, in fact, a discovery or uh, a baby jelly sitting on that note. <laughs> All right. Dreamweaver kind of sums up. Dreamweaver kind of sums up the usefulness of uh, some of the quote unquote one trick ponies. And, you know, this is always this is kind of a point of contention with me. I know that a lot of people say, you know, is this another one trick pony? I'm not happy. I, I don't understand me personally, just my personal opinion. I don't understand what people want. I mean, we have our faction ships that are so gosh darn expensive, we can't even use them. So why would we want another of those? You know, why do we want more faction ships that, that cost eleven or fifteen or twenty thousand uncommon that we can't actually ever get to a point where they're super beast mode? I kind of like content-driven ships, and as long as they have a use outside of the arc, then I'm okay with that. And as Dreamweaver kind of sums up, the Vidar is tokens and rep, the Franklin is uh, resources and officer shards, the Stella is research and G3 materials, the Discovery uh, spores, molds, and fungus. <laughs> but to add to that list, uh, speed-ups um, and officer badges are going to be included in that. Omicron says, will there be a way to cash in rogue currency? I forgot to spend some poker chips. Uh, unfortunately, Omicron, I would say probably not. Um, I do not expect, if, it's, if you're talking about the heist loot, then no, I do not expect that to come, uh, that to come back. Yeah, the thing, the thing with the one-trick ponies thing, like the previous question I did, like the Vitar, it's an amazingly useful ship because like a low-ops guy, he can skip 26, level 26 ships and just stay with the Vidar. So the question is, will this be a, a second choice? Like, have an explorer to do this? Well, I, you know, here's the thing. It's available at Ops 21. So the comparison that we're going to draw is to the Voclis, right? Uh, that's the comparison that we're going to draw because this ship is available to be built at Ops 21. Now, for an Ops 38 player, I don't know that this explorer is going to have much use as a warship 
outside of the arc. But as we saw in the screenshots from my video, this uh, this ship starts at tier one, level one, and I believe Ripper, you told me that this was for an Ops Twenty Two account. Uh, it starts at eighty thousand base power, so it is very comparable to what the Voxless. It's actually better than the Voxless. So again, providing possibly. Um, a lesser expensive, more useful ship to the very younger ops level players, the low 20 level players, this ship could actually be, could be, a viable warship. Uh, we do see from the weapons upgrades that it has kinetics and energy, which is cool for an explorer. So, uh, I we don't obviously yet know what the future ramifications will be for this ship, or how useful it would be in PvP, but again, just comparing it to ops, I would imagine that for an upper level player, it's not going to have much use as a warship. To the younger level players, this could be your next Vidar. It is stronger than the Vaklas and the, uh, it was non-maxed Ops 21. Yeah, there you go. So an Ops 21, and that is, that's the level. So if you take a look in the video and you see that 80,000 power, that was for an Ops 21 who doesn't even have all his research maxed out yet. So, um, you know, definitely a good thing to look at. Um, and again, for those younger level players, this could be a multi-purpose ship. In that Ripper, what do you think? Based off the uh, based off the weapons schematics, and Fartasia, by the way, has already mapped out some of the uh, projected weapons damage. This could actually be for younger level players a replacement to the Vaklas if your Franklin is not up to snuff when it comes to Swarm. So being that it's an Explorer actually does give it a few extra purpose uh, uses, but again, only from younger players. As far as outside the uses. Okay. Um, Phoenix, uh, yeah, okay, so Phoenix is not in voice. Sorry, he had a question, but unable to answer that. Uh, let's see. Stevens Aaron says, if it's the poker chips from Apex then you'll be able to use it in the upcoming Apex event. That is correct. If it's actual heist loot, then no. But if it's the Apex ships, those are different. And yes, Apex will be recurring this month. Uh, I'm with Crazy says, the issue I have with content-driven ships is that they add a huge new grind to the game. Frequency modular, nanoprobes, uranium, as you've mentioned, it's tough finding the time in a day to do the different grinds to actually level up the different event ships. And I agree. I agree, which is why I think reducing the swarm on Sunday was a great first step. I think the dailies need to have a good hard look at them because there is a lot to do right now. Um, I believe that maybe dailies could cycle, but here's the thing: we're not even we're not even talking about the dailies. We're talking about what we need to do to progress. Like for example, there's no daily for Borg nanoprobes, but a lot of us are still going out there and using our two cells per day. There's no daily for exchange armadas, but a lot of us are still running those because we want to have enough exchange loot every three days for our faction store. So it's not even necessarily a question about the dailies. It's a question about how much content you want to consume and what your priority and your focus will be. I believe, guys, that this game is starting to take a step in the direction of you can't do it all. Which you know? is fine. I actually hey, I, think that I is believe a good thing. I believe that that is fantastic. It is going to provide some disparity in players' power. It's going to give certain players advantages in certain uh, expansions of the game that other players who have ignored those expansions will not have. Take a look at active nanoprobes, for example. I've seen a ton of people complaining about their inability to promote their Borg officers because of the lack of probes. 
yet those same players are not out there in Borg space grinding those inert nanoprobes every single day. If you do that, then you will have those active nanoprobes to promote those officers. Is it still a grind? Is it still slow? Yes, it is. Even me, myself, I have currently sitting in my inventory, I have ground out 350,000 active nanoprobes, but I could wipe that out with one officer promotion. So it is still slow, but I have them because I've been grinding my two cells every single day. All right, next question. Can we scrap the Discovery? No, Omar, it cannot be scrapped. It is an event ship, and we are abandoning the scrap cycle. Stella still controls that cycle, but uh, is not uh, going to be scrappable. It's not even scrappable. You couldn't scrap it if you wanted to. So it's a premium ship, which uh, you need to, to either buy or uh, do stuff for, which needs to be paid. Pretty much Unlock, like the uh, not necessarily. Uh, no, no, no. It will be available. It will be available for free in the free-to-play version of the battle pass. All right, you will now. You can of course speed that up. As always, there will be points packs where you can speed up your progression through the battle pass to get it sooner. Um, but there is no paywall to block the discovery. Uh, Admiral Sakatek says, do you think uh, with all this new content, the game is going in a choose-your-path direction, as in choosing what to grind? I, uh, that's kind of what Ripper just said a second ago. I agree that that is kind of potentially what we're facing here. And I, again, I don't see that as a bad thing. I mean, really truthfully, I know that there are naysayers out there and people say we don't want another one-trick pony. But every one of these ships have uses outside of their art. And I wish people would, would see that. Now, it, you know, here's, here's the thing. If badges are not important to you. There are, there are, I've, I've met players that have hundreds of badges in their inventory. Then yes, Discovery may not be the expansion for you because it seems to me that its primary use, of course this is only day one, but it seems to me that its primary use outside of the arc will be badges. Okay, badges and speed ups. So uh, this may not be the expansion for you. If you're working on reputation, I would recommend that you go back and, and keep focusing on grinding that Borg every day because you can use those probes to purchase reputation. There's a lot of different things. And again, like Ripper said, it's not a bad thing that we're getting to the point where you have to choose what you can do. Actually, to all those that have something like, we don't need badges, I have something like, put yourself in the position where you, uh, when you needed them, when you were looking for them, that it is easy for you now to get them. Okay, but think back at the time when you were little and were looking for them. And, and I mean, listen, the people who have hundreds of badges now, they didn't grind them out. They bought them, okay? And that's okay. So, again, this uh, expansion may not be primarily for you in that it does appear that it's focusing on badges. So this may not be the one that you want to spend a lot of time and invest a lot of uh, stuff on. If I may suggest, if you have a ton of badges, I would continue working hard on the Outlaw Exchange expansion, because that one has a ton of research that a lot of people have not maxed out yet. The Stella Particles are still necessary. So uh, again, you know, the the long-term play of this expansion is going to be uh, the badges. Now, do I suggest that you not play this arc? No, of course not. Play the arc, have fun with it. But when the arc is over, 
you may choose, just like you chose with the board, just like you may choose with exchange, not to pursue it after the arc. And that's why people are complaining about a one-trick pony. It is a one-trick pony if you don't have a need for what it provides. If you do have a need for what it provides, then pursue it. Red2 says, will the update include actual requirements for ship upgrades like the glitch before? Uh, read the notes and it looks like no. What Are you referring to the pure research, uh, Red2? If you are, the bug, the bug list indicates that they have fixed that. I am hopeful that that is correct. I am very, very hopeful that pure research has been corrected. But uh, we won't know until the client update comes out. Death Dealer says, any insight as to the cost in obtaining badges and speed-ups as in the number of spores required? I do not have that answer yet. Um, I do know that it will tier with, it, it scales with the tier of discovery, just like Vidar, uh, just like the Vidar did. As you tier up the ship, then your payouts do become more expensive, but they also uh, become larger in size. Uh, for example, with the Vidar at tier 9, it costs, you know, 150,000 inner probes. Uh, to get, but but that pays out 8,000 charged probes. So it's more expensive as you level up, but it's also paying out larger quantities, and that's no. as you tear up the discovery. Uh, sorry that I say it, but uh, also with uh, the Stella and regards to using re uranium and stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, like everything else mm. in this game, your investment and your return don't match. It's actually that the higher you go with your tier, the more they demand and the less you get back per unit you need to pay. Well, actually, I, I'm, I'm interested in how they work that out because the actual exchange from the tokens you get into badges is in the specific faction stores. So in, in Federation, Klingon and Romulan faction store. So I'm not yes. sure if they actually tie that into any tiering of discovery. Well, I don't uh, know. The, so here's how that mechanic is going to work. The minor, the commendations are what you're going to get. Okay. So for example, the commendations are what you're going to get from the discovery refinery. And those commendations can be redeemed in any of the faction stores. So actually, you know what, Ripper, you're actually probably right. Uh, the commendations are going to increase as you tier up. The, uh, tear up the discovery, but the cost of these badges are likely going to be determined by your reputation in that faction because the commendations are going to be redeemed in your faction store, not in the discovery refinery. So the discovery refinery is going to be giving you these commendations or these shards, if you will, the progress points, and then those progress points will be redeemed in the faction store for the direct badges. And there's also a reputation requirement to get there, but I forgot what it was. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I think that there will be a reputation component there, absolutely, in the faction store. We don't yet know what that's going to be, and again, that will most likely become very apparent once the client updates, once the client launches. Alright, uh, next question. I'm seeing uh, from Sliver Surfer in the chat, uh, is there a narrative to tie uh, Discovery to the Kelvin timeline? Uh, Panic had actually mentioned this to us in a meeting here about a week or so ago. Right now, this arc is kind of standalone. They have not yet crafted a narrative. 
to tie together the stories, and I hope that they do, although I'm not sure that they have to. Uh, this arc is kind of standalone. They're introducing the Discovery. The mechanics of the Discovery are independent of any other story that they're, that they're using right now. Uh, so there is no quote-unquote explanation for how Burnham is on the same ship as Pan or Khan or Kirk, for example. Uh, they have not yet crafted that narrative, but uh, supposedly that uh, could be coming. But as of now, Panic has confirmed that Scopely has not yet written a story that will mesh the uh, the universes yet. Uh, actually, I disagree because with Stella, if you follow the Harry Mudd story and uh, Arvix having interstellar travel, uh, what I had something is like, hey, are they telling the story how uh, the uh, Federation got the blueprints for that Marsalian Sport Drive? Well, again, we don't know what the mission story is going to contain. All I know is what Panic has told me, which is as of now, Scopely has not yet crafted a narrative. So my guess is this arc, from a story perspective, is standalone. All right, I, uh, Scopely has confirmed that they have not yet written a narrative to bind the universes. So uh, that, that's, I, and of course, we will see. If they came up with something in the last couple of days, then great. But as of uh, last week, they had not yet crafted a narrative to uh, introduce Discovery to the Kelvin timeline. Are there ways that they could do it? Yeah, Vita, absolutely, they could. But they, they told me that they had not yet written that story. Well, they, as, uh, as said, the way they uh, written the mission dialogues for uh, the Outlaws event kind of points to uh, Discovery the tech. Like uh, it, it Harry actually selling uh, the tech uh, he learned from AVEX to the Federation, and voila, the Federation has uh, Mycelian Spore Drives. Certainly possible. Certainly possible. We just don't know. You know, the introduction of MUD itself uh, is before Kelvin timeline. So, you know, I mean, really, when you think about canon, Mud would be old as dirt by the time Kirk uh, had joined the universe. So, you know, they've already kind of stepped away from canon there. But, uh, again, not, not really sure. We don't know. Uh, uh, QA asks, is the ship uh, the same class as an Enterprise or D4 or more like a Franklin? So the class is G3 Rare Explorer. Now, Ripper, that surprises me. The class really surprises me because... This really, as far as power and equation goes, is more like the G3 Common. Um, and to go further, folks, we have confirmed that this is not a Federation faction ship. All right. Meaning that you will not get the benefits of faction research on this ship. You're not going to get the benefits of faction uh, officers on this ship. This is, as far as the game is concerned, a neutral ship. Uh, but it is interesting that it's classified as a G3 rare because compared to the other G3 rares, it will be severely underpowered. Uh, but I go back to the days of like the G2 rare, which was the Baby Jelly. It was a rare ship as well. The North Star is a rare ship. Uh, however, those ships were more superior in power than the others of its class. This ship, at least at its early stages, does not indicate that it is going to be any more powerful than a Burrell, for example. 
Well, uh, the Discovery is a modified Annex 01, but maybe it's not part of the Federation because the Federation didn't exist yet. It was formed back then. Well, and again, you're getting into canon versus non-canon and how they tie together the story. But as far as game mechanics go, this is not a Federation beneficial ship. So Federation or anti-faction officers and uh, faction research will not apply, which is also somewhat mind-boggling since the officers require Federation credits. <laughs> However, uh, I am glad that they don't require independent credits because that's the only alternative. You know, it's either Federation credits or independent credits, and I'm glad that it's not independent credits. All right. Uh, next question. Anybody have a question? You guys go right ahead. I'm trying to watch the chat, but again, mostly doing voice because I'm... I'm Driving. You're driving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm not trying to not trying to watch a bunch of text. My phone is sitting in the seat next to me with my headset. So, um, yeah, that's a bit strange, Ripper. That the Discovery is stronger than the Franklin because the Franklin was built later than the Discovery. I'm, I'm well, in game, but I yeah, yeah and Vita, you're 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 desperately clinging to a story, and and I believe that in. I believe that Scopely has not, I mean, I really truthfully, my gut says that Scopely has not yet written a story, and they may not. This may be a standalone arc, and it's its own story, and therefore has its own mechanics, and, and has its own power ratings, and, and they made the power of the ship what they needed to, to make sure that the hostiles were able to be hit, and, and that the anomalies were able to be hit, and so forth, and it's probably more of a mathematical balance thing than it is a, a storyline. Yeah, but it's a, it's a different universe, so different things happen. <coughs> Franklin is from a different universe. Ripper is confirming that uh, the stats of this ship do make it somewhat unusual for an explorer, and that has uh, that it has extremely high dodge. We don't yet know the reasons for this, and it could have something to do with the hostiles that are spawned from the anomalies uh, with the mycelium, uh, it could have something to do with that. Uh, if you have extremely high dodge, that would make you an interceptor, uh, which would normally make you susceptible to explorers. So it's certainly possible that we see these hostiles that come out of these anomalies uh, or that are hovering in these 15 systems, it's very possible that we see explorer hostiles as well which is going to further kind of negate the battle triangle for the purposes of discovery. But we don't know that yet. That is information yet to be discovered, and uh, we'll figure that out together. But yeah, the, uh, the, the stats are interesting. And from a narrative standpoint, someone says maybe it's because of the spore drive. Maybe. We, we just don't know. We don't know. Uh, Kilo says, who's going to cause the first war over these seven-minute hostile hunts? I think it's a very interesting mechanic. Honestly, I do. Um, the, the fact that these anomalies are only going to last for only a few minutes uh, is actually really great, in my opinion, uh, because not only is it going to uh, require you to literally pretty much jump there using the spore drive, but it's going to be a system that will be crowded for that 7 to 10 minutes, depending on how many people can get there quickly. And given that the protected cargo 
of this ship is only 20%, there will be a lot of overcargo floating in that area, provided that the mycelium is able to be stolen, which my guess is that it will. This appears to be an inventory item, one that needs to come back to the base to be refined. So, yes, I do believe that PvP will result and potentially war will result over PvPing in these systems and it will be a lot of fun. I'm very excited about that. Probably that's why the new officers are PvP and, uh, and impulse. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Now, QA says, why do we keep adding ships? This goes back to my earlier conversation. I, I mean, you have to add ships you know, for certain types of new content. I would rather them add these specialty ships than another faction ship that costs 20,000 uncommon. I mean, truthfully, to make it, you cannot release a new faction ship without making it comparable in cost to the ships that are already there. I mean, economy-wise, you can't do it. You can't release another G3 rare without making it nearly as expensive as a Burrell or as an Intrepid or as a Gladius. So the fact that this ship comes out, and by the way, again, thanks Ripper and Fartasia, in the video, total cost of ownership is displayed. And even though this is a chunk, again, it's not intended to be, you know, get it maxed in one arc, all right? But it's still relatively cheap. The maximum, uh, to max this thing out at level 45, only requires 2,400 uncommon gas and 1,100 uncommon ore. That's not a small amount, agreed, but it's also not impossible to grind out over, say, the next three to six months. So I would rather have that kind of mechanic than I would a ship that requires 12,000 gas for one single component. And that's why, that's my biggest argument to people who complain about one-trick pony ships or event ships is because the cost of upgrading this is not nearly, I mean, it's a fraction of the cost of what a typical G3 rare would be. Yeah, yes, Molly Weasley, fun. I love PvP, so yes, I believe that it'll be fun. Because I'm a PvP player, I like it. <clears throat> okay, uh, let's see if we have any other questions. Any other questions in voice? Anybody? It looks like you guys are discussing canon uh, and discussing storyline in the chat, which is fine. I'm not going to read through that stuff. You guys can discuss that on your own. Does anybody have any questions about Save Patch yourself, Point 2? headache. <laughs> yeah. Gala says, are you really a PvP player, though? Yeah, I think I think I am. Hey, good morning, uh, the OG Gala. Sorry, not Gala. Good morning, not Gala. Welcome, hey, hey. To, the, welcome to the chat. Uh, and uh, welcome to everybody else uh, who is here. As I mentioned when we started, uh, this is, uh, thankfully, Stevens Aaron is taping it, so we might be able to push this up a little bit later. Um, but this was just kind of, I'm not taping anything. I'm not producing anything. Uh, I'm actually kind of waiting for no one shell to take the air and we'll hand off to him because he usually does uh, a live stream at the patch. But I wanted to get in and ask the questions. Uh, I will applaud Scopely in this regard. This, uh, this patch had the most information ever pre-released to the content creators so we could actually be ready for today. And I am so thankful for that as a content creator because we've gone into other patches before not knowing anything. <laughs> we've gone into other patches learning about it when it comes back up live, just like you guys. So Scopely has been very forthcoming with the data and uh, gave us a lot of time to prepare. And I'm really very, well, I say a lot of time. They gave us a lot of information. Um, truthfully, Snake Eyes will tell you, a lot of time. Yeah, right. We got this information uh, over the last 24 to 48 hours. 
but that did give us time to analyze it, put it together, uh, make the videos, and get the content prepared for you. You guys saw Karnak uh, has already posted a couple of articles this morning, which are really, really good. I recommend you check him out as an official content creator. Yeah, Snake Eyes, a lot of time. No, it wasn't a lot of time, but it was more time than we've ever had. So um, that's why we were able to get this information, and I thank Scopely uh, for providing that to us so that we could be able to do this kind of thing for you. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're just in voice, not streaming on YouTube, not in Twitch, just kind of hanging out answering questions. For those of you who are familiar with the Talking Trek podcast, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for inviting your friends. Thank you for sharing our video and subscribing to the channel. For those of you who are here from the official Discord for the very first time, welcome we do this kind of content as often as we freaking can my name is ultimate djs and i'm the host of talking trek now we weren't allowed to hype it but we at least had the information so that on day one hour one minute one we were able to come out and produce the content for you we didn't have to produce the content after the patch came out and uh, so our content was actually ready yesterday thanks to snake eyes uh, our content was ready last night and we were literally just waiting to push the button, which we did this morning, and that allows us to now focus on the community in town halls and Q&As like this instead of scrambling to work on content. Uh, DJs, they did that to prevent you from making the same mistake they did with Amadas. <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine. You know what? If this is a step in the right direction, again, the information was provided to us. Again, we weren't allowed to hype it, but we were at least allowed to prepare and that is a that's a big thing that's important to me. So I'm I'm happy for that. Uh, yeah, well oiled, well oiled machine. As I drop voice, yeah, again, just on my cell phone, guys, <laughs> not in the studio. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see if um, if there's any other questions. Does anybody have any questions related to patch twenty two? Yeah, see, it's early in the morning for some people. Snake Eyes says I got to go get ready for work. Uh, I'm driving to work, so I I actually. I'm almost to work. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to stay on. Uh, if, if I, I actually have, have a quick question. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I didn't understand the mycelial neck uh, part of it. I mean, I was watching your video and I had to go off immediately because my dog had to be taken to the vet. But can you just explain that part? Okay, so the mycelium is going to be able to be harvested. I say harvested because apparently there are two ways to get it. One, through hostels and two, through mining. Ironically, both of these activities can be done with the same ship. The USS Discovery is a warship that can mine. So we take a look at the ship's ability in the video. The ship's ability, even at level one, is an 1,800% boost to the harvesting speed or the harvesting quantity of mycelium using the Discovery. So uh, whether it, you're sitting there mining or whether you're grinding the hostels to obtain raw mycelium then you bring that mycelium back to your base the uh, inside your refinery we've all noticed and speculated about the coming soon tab the coming soon tab is going to be renamed to something pertinent to discovery inside that refinery you will have the option to refine your raw mycelium into a finished product called cultivated mycelium the cultivated mycelium or the refined mycelium that is your fuel for the jump Every time you jump this ship, it's going to consume this cultivated mycelium. So you're not going to have an unlimited number of jumps. You're going to have to plan your jumps, and you're going to have to plan your grind uh, so that you have enough. And I'm sure that there's going to be a cooldown on this refinery as well. 
well uh, if, if, you know, past mechanics hold true. So we're going to have to figure out what those mechanics are and, and how much you're going to be able to cultivate when and et cetera, et cetera. But the cultivated mycelium is the fuel and it is consumable. So, and, and these numbers are completely pulled out of my head, but let's say it takes 500 cultivated mycelium to make a jump and you only have 300, then you can't jump. You can still warp, but you can't jump. Uh, and so you'll have to grind and refine more raw mycelium to refine in the discovery refinery to get the cultivated mycelium. Therefore, you have the fuel needed to jump. Okay. <clears throat> Any other questions? Going to low. I'm sorry, go I ahead. I think it. Uh, not many people have questions because this time they did read stuff. So. <laughs> well, uh, reading stuff, maybe. Uh, also, again, the fact that Karnak and uh, Snake Eyes and myself and No One Shell had access to this information early allowed us to produce the content. Uh, I'll tell you, Snake Eyes and I worked on that video. What do you want to say, Snake Eyes? Oh, he's already left for work. I bet you this video had 10 to 12 hours of prep time yesterday, not only in gathering the assets, and by the way, thank you again to Elkars and their team over there, Ripper and Vardy, uh, for gathering that information, but yeah, gathering the assets, uh, getting the assets from Scopely, uh, and then, of course, you know, editing them and, uh, and, and putting the story together, writing the script, so to speak. Uh, there was a lot of time put into the video yesterday, but, like, for example, our 20-minute video is shock full of stuff i mean it literally it, it touches on everything and it doesn't go into super super nitty-gritty details but it touches on everything it was a ridiculous uh, a ridiculously large amount of content jammed into a 20-minute video and that took a lot of time to prepare so hopefully that uh helps a lot of people and that is about as much as we know at this point obviously future content will be coming and more detailed mechanics will be revealed once the game goes live and we'll be producing content on that as well do you have any info on that new event which is every 45 minutes uh so it's not every 45 minutes uh per se okay these random anomalies are going to pop up at random times uh, it, I, mean, I know the patch notes say every 45 minutes. I, I don't know if it's going to actually be every static 45 minutes, but these pop-ups are going to show up in the game. Uh, as they come up into the game, these anomalies are going to appear for, you know, they say 7 to 10 minutes. But long story short, what it's going to be is kind of a super grind, right? For that 7 to 10 minutes, uh, an anomaly is going to appear and dump a large number of hostiles. Those hostels are going to contain uh, amounts, larger amounts of raw mycelium. So for, you know, when it shows up, you'll have, say, seven minutes to get there. All right. You can spend five of it warping there or you can jump there, use the discovery and then kill everything. All right. And that is going to give you uh, basically super boosted amounts of mycelium in a quick period of time. For example, you can sit there and mine it, right? Uh, you might be able to mine for two hours, or you can go up there for 10 minutes and grind out what you could get in an hour or two. And again, I don't know the comparisons. I don't know what the conversions are going to be, but the idea behind the anomalies is to allow you faster ability to obtain the mycelium quicker than just normal mining. Kind of, yeah, Snake Eyes says kind of like a burst event. Yes, the video is up. 
It is in our Scope with Squad room, as well as the Talking Trek announcements room. It's all over the official Discord as well. So, uh, yeah, it should be should be everywhere. <clears throat> Guys, I am at work, so give me about two minutes. I'm going to hop into my office and uh, see if I need to address anything. And if not, I'll be right back. All right, guys, I am back. Uh, so just checking in and didn't have to do Ch anything immediately. Told, told yeah, my team, uh, if it's really important, you can interrupt me. But I'm talking about a video game right now, so that takes precedent. I'm good. Yeah, priorities. No, actually, of, of course, I uh, had mentioned I am at work and... I told them for anything at all, if they need anything at all, they need to come and tap me. So I may jump. I had a quick moment's notice. But in the meantime, I will uh, stay on with you guys and answer any additional questions that I can. Looks like uh, questions are slowing down. Looks like you guys are actually doing pretty good at consuming with the content that's already been out. And uh, some other people answering questions from that content. Of course, the official Discord is still a dumpster fire. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> I have something like, um, okay, this is the pre-launch show you did now. Um, come back in an hour or two when we're all on the uh, update and have walked through it. And, and then we do an after-maintenance. After uh, we may, we may do that. Launch. Yeah, yeah, we may do that. I may stream on Discord a little bit later. Uh, here's the problem. The timing was unusual on this patch we normally get them on wednesdays so both snake eyes and i no are, we don't i mean well no i mean yeah no i get that but as far as the content goes i normally do most of my stuff that's sorry that's what i meant i do most of my stuff on oh. wednesdays um and Man. so it's hard it's hard for both snake eyes and i tuesdays are kind of a busy day for us in real life so we will try to possibly do maybe a discord stream uh, a little bit later but uh in the meantime for now and, and I'll tell you this, as far as what we can stream on Discord, it's only going to be looking around, as we also do not yet have the assets. Um, Panic has told us that he is going to send those assets so that we can do some additional content on how to use them and how they work. But I don't know if we're going to get that on day one. Obviously, Panic and the Scopely team are probably pretty busy today. Um, this update, this update has been unusual, anyways, because they took, they said it would need four hours, which is also unprecedented. It is a long I mean, time. I mean, the max they announced before was like three hours, and even in there, they put in the water factor that uh, they have something like, uh, let's put in half hour extra. But with this, they said four hours. That's <laughs> long time, but. Uh, in regards to that, when I look at the patch notes, well, they patched a lot. They patched a lot. They really did. So could, could yeah. be some major database operations just take a while. Yeah, I, I mean the introduction of database updates. Well, the introduction of new currency always requires some additional tables uh, and additional mathematics. So you know, we we shall see what actually happens. In the meantime, of course. As you guys are sitting on your phones or sitting on your PCs, I encourage you, please do share our video, like our YouTube channel. That is how we're getting the information out. I know Panic right now is doing a Q&A on the official Discord, but it appears that a lot of the same questions being asked there uh, are the questions that we have been able to answer for you here and uh, and in our video as well. Uh, some I've seen the question... Is the discovery of free-to-play ship? I've seen that question about a dozen times, so poor panic. <laughs> but yes, 
uh, to answer that question, is available free-to-play in the uh, free-to-play version of the Battle Pass. <clears throat> okay. Well, I gave them plenty of suggestions in order to stop repeated questions, but yeah, they don't care. Well, not my problem it's, anymore. It's, it's not that. It's just people, like you say, people don't always read. So anyway, let's get back to our topic of discussion. Does anybody have any additional questions or anything that I can answer uh, about Patch 22? I do have a comment more than a question. Go ahead. Uh, Omar here. Um, I find the battle report uh, improvement quite disappointing because 300 battle reports is just going to show me a lot of me killing reds. I probably killed those yep. of reds over the day. Agreed. I expect something like su uh, a summary of damage done, uh, shield damage done, collapsible rounds, so I don't have to scroll for 50 rounds in order to see certain things happening on the battle. So in yep. that sense, I'm a little bit disappointed. I will absolutely agree with you. As a matter of fact, we talked about it earlier uh, during this actual Q&A, that 300 battle reports for a lot of players is still only about a day's worth, you know, and it's mostly killing reds. I so, think it's actually, they just did it because of people complaining, getting raided and... Exactly. Service. Hey, I didn't get my 10-minute bubble. I didn't get did my 10-minute bubble, and that's exactly it. And And... Uh, I agree, Ripper, a thousand percent. This is so that you can go back and be able to see your Probably crack. the only reason they did it. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. No, I think there's more to it <clears throat> because uh, when you mark, uh, they, uh, some messages also auto-expire. Yeah, mistaken. but you know, here's the thing. You talk about marking your battle reports. To be honest with you, I literally never mark my battle reports. The only ones that get marked are the ones that I look into for something pertinent. Uh, you know, if I'm testing or reading, I never mark all of them. <laughs> so if they're keeping a track of unread battle reports, I probably have hundreds of thousands. Um, uh, yes, they do. Sorry. I have hundreds of thousands. So, uh, guys, here is your... If, sorry, if anything that would make sense is to be able to delete battle reports so you keep the ones that you're really interested on. Like, I know, like, whenever, like, uh, we're defending a base rate, I'm really interested in certain battles, and they just I, they just get lost. And it would be amazing if we could um, just delete battle reports so that we just keep the ones that we're interested in keeping to study them later. Yeah, uh, I can say something about that. There was a trash item button once in that screen. It uh, has. It was there since uh, the beginning, I think, when that screen came up. At least in the beginning for me, uh, it never worked. It never was clickable. And then we had the suggestion: please, Copley, remove elements that you had uh, planned, but actually never worked on. That we don't have anything in there. We could actually. Uh, try to use and then get disappointed that it does nothing well i mean, I mean it also says inbox at the top so you know yeah and and not only that i think ripper is onto something they did this as kind of an immediate thing to help cut down on tickets for the tent bubble and you know people don't see their crack um and again if, if i'm being completely honest with you all right players that are holding billions of resources they kind of already know how this mechanic works so the players that are complaining about not getting their tent bubble are the ones that maybe only had a few million to begin with, and 300 battle logs is probably enough to go back and see their crack. Uh, I will tell you this. I do know for a fact 
that Scopely is working on. Um, Battle Logs Panic has told us that in the past, so this is an area that they are paying a little bit more attention to. Panic has even told us that they are working on a way to export these, so this could just be step one uh, when it comes to the Battle Logs. We could see more improvements to the Battle Log system as time goes on. I Unless only want that one. From the uh, official uh, Facebook page, that dude on there complaining about getting cracked, 300 Battle Logs ain't going to be enough for him. Well, yeah, Not I mean, if you're, if you're holding it will, and it exactly. will reduce load on customer service, I'm sure. Exactly. Again, uh, the people who don't understand the, the concept of the temp bubble or don't understand how the battle logs work currently, they're probably not holding hundreds of millions uh, because those players are invested. Those players are probably a little bit more knowledgeable, a little bit more intimate with the mechanics, and they know that that bug exists. Um, the players that are submitting tickets about their temp bubble probably weren't holding billions of resources to begin with. So, again, I think Ripper has got this one on the head. Uh, I think it was just kind of um, an improvement to help alleviate the concern of some players who are not as plugged into the community and maybe not uh, completely familiar with how the battle logs work currently. In that case, I have something like, why didn't they use the same technique as they use in the chat interface and just make it crawlable? Like just load thirty at a time. Well, we don't we don't know what it's what it's going to look like. You know, we'll just uh, we'll see. All right, we'll see. Um, Killer says, "What do you mean instant warp? Uh, we mean the spore drive. If you are familiar with the Star Trek Discovery TV series, then you're familiar with the spore drive and the instant warp or the jump capability, and that is what we are introducing into the game. It is something different, a new mechanic, even though." You are still in Killing Reds, you're still mining a little bit, but it is a new mechanic, one that I am somewhat excited about. Um, let's see. Housekeeping says, so do they not care about the North Star timer not working? I mean, that's been that way as old as time, and, and the timer works for the base ship stats itself. What doesn't work is the calculation for your healthy mining bonus, and that has been a constant source of frustration for a long time. But that's why you should go back and listen to the podcast on speed mining and wartime mining. It tells you exactly how fast the North Star can go and how effective it can be. Even though your timer doesn't display, it's actually deceptively fast. Uh, it is not as slow as your timer indicates. The North Star is an incredible mining ship. I'm just happy that McGraw finally works properly. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. Oh, All right. Accessibility, no finally upgrades. Uh, what'd you say? Well, they fixed Moreau officeability. Oh, yes. Upgrading. yes. And instead of... I'm with Crazy says... I'm with Crazy says they would need 3,000 battle logs uh, if I want to see the crack if I ever get drained. Yes, something similar for me. I'm holding several, it, several hundred million. Then it would simply take you a few day, uh, a few yeah. hours, because you first mark those first three hundred red, and after an hour or two, they probably are gone, and you get the next three hundred. All right, Phoenix asks, "What's the cargo size on the Discovery?" So it starts out at tier one, level one, and starts at ten thousand with a two thousand protected. As that, of course, upgrades you as you upgrade the, the cargo bay component, it increases at level 45. It is uh, maxed out at 58,400. Uh, no, that's not right. 58,000. I don't remember. There's a slide 
uh, in our video that shows, but it is 58,000 and does maintain its 20% com, uh, co protected cargo all the way up. So it will max out at approximately 58,000 and maintain 20% protected all through all of the tiers. Oh, all right. Si uh, by the way, side note, did you notice that all new ships have a much bigger default protected cargo than the old ones? Well, yeah, Stella did, and now uh, this ship did. Now, Stella's was 30%, which was awesome. This one is 20%. But again, you are mining and or harvesting. Uh, the Vidar was good, too, but I still don't think it was. It was not 30%. I don't even think it's 20%. Well, it's definitely lower than that. But it is larger than other ships um, because these have a specialty purpose. Uh, Angry yeah. Gauntlet says this ship sounds like an ultimate waste of time. Again, you have to have you have to have the long view here. It would. I, I don't disagree that it could be a waste of time if you're sitting on 150 officer badges. However, if you skip it, you're also skipping the content of the arc, and I would never recommend that. I would simply say, listen, go ahead and play it. Maybe you don't want to spend a ton of money on it, but go ahead and play it for the content. But after the arc is over. Do you choose to go ahead and continue uh, your progression and continue to try to max it? Maybe not, because the outcome or the outside of the arc benefit of this ship is going to be officer badges and speed ups. So, uh, you know, if that's not an area that you want to focus on. And we and we talked earlier this morning that all of these event ships kind of have their area of focus. The Vidar has been reputation and faction credits. The Stella is research and power for your other warships. And now this discovery for officer badges and speed ups. And people forget something else important. I would, even if the ship becomes uh, quote quote useless after the arc, you got to remember these arcs will return. Mac, uh, you say how many speed ups are we talking about? Are we talking hours or days? Um, I honestly can't tell you that because we don't know the frequency of the refinery and we don't know the actual payout of these chests. I, again, am going to tell you that the Discovery refinery increases as you tier the ship. So uh, I would imagine that the speed ups will go up as well, but I can't honestly tell you. Now, the screenshot that I saw for tier one Discovery had a decent chunk of speed-ups in there. And I know that that's going to increase, but it's also a chance. Uh, so, like, it, it's kind of like with... Uh, it's kind of like with that uh, uh, utility thing during Crucible of War. Like, you get one item from each category. You're going to get so many cultivated mycelium. You're going to get so many speed-ups. You're going to get so many commendations. So, that can vary from a small amount to a large amount. And uh, the rate at which we acquire these speedups i do not know but i've also said before i'm a huge fan of speedups in any one, form should be i think up to 12 hours of speedups yeah at tier one one refine getting you potentially up to 12 hours and of course that'll increase as the tier goes up so uh and as far as i know mac yes the speedups are a guaranteed item it's just how much you get yeah. again it's gonna you know you're gonna get one from each category so you're going to get so many mycelium so many of the officer badge commendations and so many speed ups per refine just how many of those you get is probably going to depend on some rng factor <clears throat> djs now that you talk about speed ups any news <laughs> no 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 update on the speed ups uh, and recalling thing as far as the code 
Somebody said, knowing what we know about the new officers, who is an officer I would choose to pursue? That's a tricky one. So as I put in the video, the commons are throwaways. I think that Ripper, let me ask your opinion. The captain's maneuver for the two commons and the uncommon, I mean, is that the biggest throwaway ability we've ever seen? Increases your defense. Yeah, defeat increases your attack, health, and defense, not even by a percentage, but by actual stat points absolutely worthless i mean who cares about increasing the defense stat points by 10 and we're 10 we're talking less than 0.01 percent in a lot of cases or 0.1 percent it's an absolutely worthless captain's maneuver and the officer abilities to match i mean they're uh, common so i guess it's fine uh, yeah but they're base values and there's plenty of other officers that that you can do that with that you probably already have tiered to a decent level uh the the epic officer, which obviously is going to be the most expensive, and I would not be surprised if we see an auction for her. The captain's maneuver is speed. And actually, when I was producing the video, I, I thought this was pretty good. But actually, as I thought about it, basically, if, you're, if your impulse speed is over 100, then Pan is still a better option. Um, because she is increasing your impulse speed by a flat amount up to 35. So it's going to add up to 35 to the impulse. But if you are on an impulse ship that's over 100, Pan is still better because he's a percentage. So Pan at 25%. I mean, now, listen, don't take, I'm not taking anything away. I am all for speed officers. If anything, this gives me a third captain to be able to use when I am in system rating or impulse rating. So I'm completely fine with a new speed officer. Uh, I think Ripper... Her officer ability is much more interesting. That officer ability reads like a shield stripper, like a Yuki type ability. Do you agree? No. I mean, sort of, yes. It does the same thing, but the effect will be less. You think the effect will be less than Yuki? And especially, it, it, you get diminishing returns the higher the ship is, because it's not a flat percentage, just a, a fixed amount based on... No, no. Her officer ability is percentage-based. The officer ability is percentage-based of the attack of all yes. officers on the ship. So, like, like for example... just flat out 10% of the shield, no matter how big it is. If you that's have true. 10 million shields, you remove the 1 million. Which is yeah, not that's the case true. with this ability. So that's if, true. You so get, if you had, the higher the shield value is, the, the lower the value. Yeah, if you had ten, if you had 10,000 attack on your ship, for example... At tier one, she's only providing 3,500 uh, of the stripping capability. But now if you look, as you get her up, and I mentioned this in a video, she does look to be pretty decent at tier four or tier five. And the interesting thing to note, Ripper, is that Yuki has that ability as her captain's maneuver. This Burnham officer is an officer ability, so you could, in theory, stack them. Now, we'll have have to do some testing to see if the stacking actually and, works and, and it's it's per shot so yeah it's per shot Maybe so quite I mean, interesting it's definitely better than vermin's ability exactly so if i were picking an officer and i know that this is going to sound cliche and i apologize but if i were picking an officer yeah i think that i would pursue the epic was it Vemet? Um, i don't know there's some other that of the rare officer also is, is somewhat interesting, but again, not anything mind-blowingly wow. What I like about Burnham, Epic Burnham's officer ability, is that it is a shield stripper. It is an officer ability, meaning that you could run Yuki and Marcus 
and Burnham and get really redonkulous uh, shield strippers. So uh, really, really very interesting there. And of course, a lot of these officers, uh, well, the, the rare and the epic, seem to focus around PvP. Uh, what I like about, for example, uh, the epic Burnham officer ability, if you loaded up a ship with Yuki, Marcus, and Burnham, that would be the ultimate shield stripper. Uh, to draw a comparison, I know you guys are going to hate me, but to draw a comparison to a game that some of us are tinkering with, this would be the shield tank. All right? Meaning that you could actually go out in teams and PvP. If there is a, a ship, a monster ship, a monster player, and you're able to shield tank them, you're able to strip their shields, then someone could come in right behind you and, and finish the job, so to speak. So, you know, it, it very well could be interesting, and I think that it could foster some teamwork PvP. Oh, come on, guys. What's happening? JB, stop it. Snake Eyes, stop it. What are you doing? <laughs> da. Who, who the hell is Joey talking about? I mean, I know it's the right snake, but... You've got to scroll way back for the original comment that JB made. He, he was talking about a spoiler with the new Discovery content and how he hasn't seen it yet. Oh, I haven't seen it either. He, has, well, he hasn't. He hasn't seen Discovery yet. It's no. like, no, almost a year old. Yeah, come on, guys, come on. We're all so the same if team. You, if, it's, <laughs> if you, if you, uh, yeah, six uh, season two ended six months ago. So you have plenty of time to watch it. Uh, the uh, the internet is full of spoilers. You stay offline as well, Joey. Yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody take a chill pill. Everybody chill pill. It's fine. Cam yourself on the start reading the dictionary. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, please. please. Yeah. You know what? We're done with questions. We're done. Gallum's going to start reading our story now. <laughs> oh, please make it, to, read the please make it a sleepy story, Gallum, to calm down people. <laughs> everybody relax everybody relax it's all good um hey, i'm calm i i will i will say this and I, I don't even know what started this conversation but both of you guys are friends of mine so please just just relax everything's good uh everything will be fine so chill pill it's good uh, it's just the french accent don't worry um yes um, i'm not that hot don't worry accent. Girl, it's going to be like everyone listens to your voice but doesn't care about the content. <laughs> that, it's a terrible hard. curse, though. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to explain something quite interesting or, you know, pretty deep, and people are not listening. They're just like, oh, whatever, say whatever. Tell me something in French. And I would just, like, start <laughs> insulting them in French, and they don't know, you know? I just <laughs> told them that they're big whatever, and they're like, oh, that sounds so great. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> That's you, rem you remember that first big interview on Ref's channel back then where, with that uh, announcement where you were talking and explaining and explaining and the day after on the official, everyone was like, yeah, uh, well, how is this? How is that? How is this? And I was like, hey, folks, did you see that vi video? Did you 
hear what gotta say or were you just uh, interested in the voice and didn't care about the content all right i've got a game i explained everything uh battle droid asks will 10 of 10 increase the speed of mycelium mining yes he will how much of an impact he will have, we do not know. Remember, uh, this is a new ship. We're going to have to figure out the mining formula uh, because it does have a ship's ability. It does have a utility bonus. It does have a base mining speed. So we're going to have to figure it out depending on the order of operations. Not to get super mathy on you. But depending on the order of operations, 10 of 10 will have an impact. Just how much of an impact, we won't know. But, I mean, 10 of 10 would impact mining speed of steel on an Enterprise. Okay, he does impact everything that you mine, just how much we're going to have to determine once the ship comes out. Maybe that's why he was in the store to buy. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe he'll have a relatively large impact. So uh, we just don't know until we can get up there and do a little bit of testing. And uh, we will uh, do that testing and we'll try to backtrace the formula once we get the ship out in space. Ooh, <coughs> Shinjo says, uh, anybody else concerned about the client not being live? Uh, I'm not concerned about it. Obviously, I've noticed it. Vita's bot is monitoring the channel. So once the client comes out, we should be automatically notified. But um, no, hey, JB, stop it. He's deleting the post because I asked him to be full frontal and professional and super positive. All right, so don't. Add fuel to the fire, please. I love you both. You're both my booze. You're both my booze. Uh, Snake already went off. Oh, line, so, yeah. Stevens, Stevens, Aaron did it anyway, which is good. <laughs> which is good. All right. No time, no turns for fighting. We all love each other here. Uh, Starbase. Do we do? Oh yes, especially <laughs> you, Deoji Gala. Sorry, not Gala. <laughs> really. Especially you, not Gala. Um. <laughs> Starbase says 10 of 10 typically works best on specialty ships. I don't disagree. But again, it depends on the team that coded the ship. Uh, we've talked about this in the past, how really, you know, really technically all mining ships should have the same formula, but they don't. The order of operations is different, and it's dependent on the design team who created the ship. Their math may not match the design team for the DeVore, uh, for example, as compared to the design team for the Botany Bay. So all of the factors will be there, but parentheses are important. So we will have to see what has an impact and what has a higher impact based off the order of operations. And we will figure it out because I'm super nerdy like that. We'll figure, we'll figure out the order of operations relatively quickly. <clears throat> Callus says, I would subscribe to a Bedtime Stories by Gala channel. <laughs> Gala, you know, I I saved that. Are we are we allowed to use it yet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you have to tell me you have to tell me when you use it because <laughs> Yeah, because I promised you fifty percent of all proceeds. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. This is not about the money. All I want is I'm curious the reaction. That's it. That's all. Ladies and gentlemen, uh you're hearing it here first in a non recorded format. Uh we did actually get Gala to read us a bedtime story and I have the audio file. We just haven't gotten around to playing it. So uh, we do, in fact, have the, uh, the Gala bedtime story that we should, uh, we should play back at some point. <clears throat> okay. Quackfu says, sorry if you guys have already flogged this dead horse, but waking up on the West Coast, this seems underwhelming. Uh, again, the, it, 
it has existing hooks, right? We're grinding reds, we're doing some mining, but the outcomes are a little different, and there is a new mechanic with the jump drive, a new mechanic with these anomalies. Um, you know, I've often asked this question, what is it that we actually expect? Because they're, they can't rewrite the core architecture of the game. Uh, this is definitely a blend of existing mechanics with new mechanics, but there are new mechanics, and I think that we should focus on that and be happy. Uh, Fartasia says that the mycelium spore base mining rate is 1,250. That's good to know uh, because once we actually get the ship in space, then we can look at our mining efficiencies. We'll look at the ship's utility bonus as well as the ship's ability, and then we will add 10 of 10 and see how much of an impact it's providing, and we should be able to reverse engineer that formula very quickly to find out how effective 10 of 10 will be. So thank you for that, Farty. It should work. Uh, JB says, I expect PvP and destruction. I don't think you're wrong there, JB. I think that when these anomalies fire, there's going to be a host of hostiles that flood this system, and therefore a host of blue ships that flood this system and will most likely be going over cargo, um, which will make it a great time if you can get your traditional warship there fast enough. Uh, and, and really, truthfully, this uh, gives you another purpose of using the Vidar, Throw a speed crew on the Vidar, it's easily going to overpower the Discovery. So have a Vidar uh, speed to one of these systems and start ganking over cargo ships. I think it could be great. Could be. Could be great. <clears throat> could be. We shall see. It depends on how long the anomaly lasts and how long it's going to take you to get there. Are there They're special tokens? Are there special tokens for these new spore systems? No. No chronic break. There is no gated access to these oh, systems. Good. How long, how long is the anomaly going to last? They say seven to ten minutes. So it'll be very, very quick. And what'll happen? Gonna... You, what'll happen to your ship when it's over? What uh, do you, you mean? You just recall. <laughs> yeah, take your cargo home and hope you don't die. Oh, will it be automatic or you have to do it? Oh, no. no you no, have yeah. to do it. Yeah, you're gonna have to you're you're gonna have to decide how much cargo is too much to hold. I suspect, all right, now this is just my opinion. Gala, you can confirm or not. It's my expectation that if you're in there relatively early, I believe you're gonna fill your cargo. I, I think that these raw mycelium spores are gonna be handed out in decent supply. I think if you're there and hitting for all seven minutes, you'll cap out. I think you'll cap out, which begs the opportunity. If you have enough refined mycelium, you could jump home and possibly jump back. We have confirmed that there is no cooldown on the use of jumps. Okay, only the only limiting factor will be how much mycelium uh, cultivated mycelium do you have? Okay, so you're not going to be limited to a number of jumps. You're not going to be limited to a cooldown on jumps. You're only going to be limited by how much gas is in the tank. <clears throat> Can you warp to undiscovered systems? That's a very good question, Blue Panda. Uh, if you take a look at that screenshot Fartasia just posted, the max warp distance is 30. Okay, And we do know that you will not be able to jump to a system outside of its warp range, which means technically on the back side, uh, if I'm only guessing, I'm guessing that this has been coded as like a 1 million percent boost to warp speed. Okay, so you are still limited to your warp range. You're limited to warp range. 
So there really shouldn't be any systems in the game that are warp 30 or less that you haven't discovered. That being said, I don't know. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. Yes, there is. Uh, those uh, Lockfidar systems you can no longer reach. Want well, those, uh, yeah, but those, yeah. Still re- those still require a warp sale, so you're not going to be able to get in there. Steven yeah, Zaren says... Steven yeah, Zaren says, wasn't there... You're, you're, you're never going to get them because uh, Fidar is already higher than when they designed those systems, so you will never get those tokens to be there. Yeah. Which means you have absolutely no purpose being in that system, so no big deal. Um... Okay, re back there, Stevens Aaron. You just answered your own question. There is no cooldown for jumping. The only limiting factor is mycelium. That's the fuel, the cultivated mycelium. That's your limiting factor. Okay, so no cooldown on the actual number of jumps. If you're holding 10 million cultivated mycelium, you can jump as much as you want. But uh, the, the limiting factor is how much gas is in the tank. Killer says, when maintenance is done, I'm going to destroy a bunch of Discovery ships and see if anyone complains about Roe. You know, I, I think that there's going to be some discussions that are had because this is a warship. So, you know, depending on your service rules, you know, idle warships may be fair. Over cargo could be fair. Uh, just kind of depends on what your service politics are. But, yeah, I, uh, I certainly plan on ganking as much over cargo as I possibly can. But because... Well, think, but hang on, before you say that, to consider this, guys, we have a discovery refinery. And what is one of the most universal principles of every refinery we've ever had is that it gets more expensive as you take more myceliums. So let's say, for example, and again, I'm totally making up numbers, but let's say it takes 500 raw mycelium to, uh, to generate 100 cultivated mycelium. But then it takes 5,000 raw mycelium to cultivate 1,500 uh, cultivated mycelium. You see what I'm saying? It's going to get exponentially more uh, expensive. So if you are able to obtain extra raw by either stealing it or mining it or grinding it, whatever, but if you can get extra raw, that is just more fuel you'll have for the jumps because the refinery is going to have some type of cooldown. So if you can do a double batch or a triple batch and not hurt yourself for the long run, then you're just going to have extra fuel for jumps. Uh, still, I think they shouldn't do uh, the refinery with spores because spores grow. Well, they multiply we don't know. by itself. We don't know. Maybe it's a really short cooldown. Maybe it's a two-hour cooldown or a four-hour cooldown. We don't know yet. JB That's says, not my "What's point. The- That's not my point. My point is, they should actually give more cultivated uh, mycelium spores based on the role you put in instead of less. Well, maybe. Who knows? We don't know what they're going to do. We don't know what the math is. It might cost one million cultivated mycelium to do a jump. We have no idea. So we don't know what that mechanic is yet. JB says, what's the point of instant warping in a 30 warp range system to an Ops 35? So there's a couple of benefits here. One could be for the anomaly, just to get there faster. Okay, You might be in a warp 30 system in Klingon space, and the anomaly might appear in Federation space. So that's one. Secondly, though, is the other... Uh, parameters of what this ship could be used for. It could be, I mean, listen, people on my server have wasted outlaw warp tokens to go in and kill a miner they're at war with in the special mining system. This would be no different. If you want to spend mycelium to jump to a system to kill somebody's miner, 
do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there are a couple of ramifications to doing the instant jump. Uh, the biggest one is just to save time. Just to save time. Yeah, and then if an anomaly pops up, you know, and you get the notification, you can instant jump and get there right away. <coughs> I think what they should have done with the mycelium spores is you farm the spores, you bring them to the refinery, and from there you can pick up the product after a while. So it's like instant start of the refining, but a later pickup. Uh, I like instant gratification. Let me throw what I've got in there and take my fuel and get going. You know, I want yes, to get going. Yes, but, uh, but the cooldown would be actually the waiting time for the spores to grow. Instead well, uh, of waiting for uh, something uh, that you can finally put in something. Yeah, but that, then that requires you actually changing the way the refinery works. And I don't know that that is a needed mechanic. I think that just complicates it. Everybody knows how the refinery works. You put stuff in, you get stuff out when you click, and then you wait 10 hours to do it again. So I, I don't know that I want to complicate the refinery mechanic by putting something in and then waiting 10 hours to get my results out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. You also got to remember, too, early on in this arc, people are going to be banking the raw mycelium because, to my knowledge, and Ripper can correct me, my knowledge, you're not going to get the Discovery Refinery until it's actually built. And you're not going to get that ship until later in the battle pass. I, I don't think, even if you bought all the points you can buy, I am almost certain you cannot get the discovery on day one. So nobody is going to have it today or even tomorrow. It's going to take a couple of days, even if you buy all the points. All right, because it's available later in the battle pass. What do you say? You're breaking up, buddy. Panic said what? He said you'll be able to... Jesus, we're getting the first three words every time. He said you're going to be able to what? Did someone get skated? <laughs> uh, he's probably saying that Panic said somebody would be able to buy it on day one. I, To my knowledge, Ripper... Uh, is Ripper still here? Uh, Ripper's gone too. If I am... If I am speaking from the hip... All right, because they did tell us this. Gala, you might know. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't the full complement of BPs not available until the 14th milestone? Wasn't that right? If Gala's still here. That's what I read. I think it's the 14th milestone. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you, you can buy every points pack you want, but you've never been able to get to the 14th milestone on day one. All right, so panic may have misunderstood the question. <laughs> if you buy enough, you get on the 14th milestone. No, no, they no. no there's, there's a limit li on points. There's back. limits. Yeah, there's limits. Okay, there's limits. You cannot buy unlimited points. You can't finish the arc in day one. You can only buy so many points. So panic may have misunderstood the question or just was incorrect. But to my knowledge, you will not be able to obtain discovery on day one. Panic did say it's in the Battle Pass or in the store like the Vidar was. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe. So they're going to allow people to actually buy the ship? I yeah, thought, no. because I think your argument uh, would make Billy very sad. Um, Phoenix says, can it be free to play grinded like the Stella? Yes, it can. But now somebody's saying that the, uh, that the Discovery will be available in the store immediately. Um, 
If they if that is true, then that's news to me. Uh, no, they took the Vidar as example, but yeah, money-orientated company, I think the ship will be available on day one in the store. Uh, okay, so I, Stevens Aaron posted uh, Panic's answer, and this is open to interpretation. He says, uh, the question was, will Discovery be available for the free-to-play player? Yes, it can be obtained free through the Battle Pass, but if you're in a hurry, you can get it earlier via packs from the store. I am 99% sure he's talking about points packs. Okay, I'm 99% sure, because they gave us that mechanic in a, in a private meeting. I am 99% sure you will not be able to outright buy Discovery. I could be wrong. I very well could be wrong. But the information that they gave us was that it is only available through the Battle Pass, meaning that you can buy points to rush the process, but you still aren't going to be able to buy enough points to get to the 14th milestone on day one. Stevens Aaron, I know, he said, I got the Vidar on day one, even though it was in the Battle Pass. Yes, they did. They offered a pack to buy the Vidar, but that was back in January. They haven't done that on Stella, uh, and it was my understanding that they were not going to do that here. But, but again, I could be wrong. I, listen, maybe so, but how much How much would it be then? If, if it did become available for immediate straight purchase, it's going to be 100 bucks. Guarantee it. And, oh, or maybe more. Could be a $200. You could get half the blueprints for one pack. And further then, you're going to end up with two of these because you can still grind it for free in the battle pass. So now, of course, two might be beneficial. You know, two could be very beneficial. Two could be more beneficial than multiple Stellas because if an anomaly shows up, you could send two crews to gain double the amount of mycelium. So certainly possible. Well, I, that we just don't know. We'll have to wait and find out. Also, we'll they want to try and monetize out. on the warp particles. I mean, on the warp components as well, like how they do with the plankton. I, I suspect that you're right. There will be a way to buy the extra spore drive components uh, because, as you saw from the screenshot in the video, to max this ship will cost 48,000 of the spore drive components. And as we saw from the Discovery Level 1 refinery in my video, uh, and Ripper's not here, but I'm pretty sure that you could earn like 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 maybe. Um, so it, it's a relatively low amount compared to the total amount that you need. <clears throat> Wait, so is, is somebody saying that they have the game? Is the game up for somebody? It's not up. I Let just me checked check. a couple minutes ago. We still got maintenance and, on uh, 131. Yeah, we still do yeah, on 15 as well. Vita, is your bot still monitoring Play the Store. app stores? Play Store still doesn't have the update. Every five well. minutes it checks. And I'm even manually checking here on my client, swiping down in the yeah. App Store in order to force an update. Nothing yeah. yet. Yeah, so I don't have it either. I think that's why I wanted to know from Gala if... Uh, they either if it's uh, already pushed or it's still pending review in the stores to be perfectly frank with you i don't know how she could know that <laughs> if, uh, if, if they, she if she knows the person who can answer that <laughs> yeah i don't know 
Uh, JB says we should all go outside and play today. It's actually a really nice sunny day here. A little bit warm, but I'll take it. Unfortunately, I'm at work and don't have time. I haven't mowed my grass in two weeks. My grass is like freaking knee high. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to okay. cut it. Well, when, you're when you're done with your grass, could you take that gra uh, lawnmower to your office and use it for the cabling of your server? What the hell? Are oh, no, I sure won't <laughs> because that's all we got. <laughs> and until I'm ready to drop five or seven thousand dollars and getting it redone, uh, not uh, not messing with it. How much? Five to seven K? Well, by the oh. time I do by the time I do the new equipment, I think I had it quoted one time and it was a couple thousand dollars. I think three thousand dollars to recable my entire dealership. I was like, oh. uh, looking at that mask, uh, it's like, uh, I think one or two days and I'm done with that. And all I need is connectors, a, a few patch cable and the rest I got. A few patch cables. Shit, son. I got three. I got four buildings, four buildings. And I bet you I'd be willing to bet you money that there is a minimum of two miles of cable in this building. It's it's stupid. I bet oh, you, you, want, you want everything renewed. All I want to do is uh, make it look much neater and less cl cluttery because of what I saw there, that's like uh, one of those pictures of those uh, well, that could be done. data centers. Yeah, that could be done. But I also want, if I'm going to do that, I want everything traced and labeled. So I want everything... You know, every, you know, I want a number chart. You know, okay, this one goes to port seventy-two over in service. You know, I want, I want a map if I'm going to do it. Yeah, and you want uh, preferably completely new cables, uh, redundancy, so every cable may be double. That in case one connector fails, you still got the same cable, uh, the same feed through another cable, stuff like that. All right, let's get back to content because this is boring. Uh, and if we're about done, then I'll go ahead and wrap up because I do have work to do. Uh, are there any other questions regarding Patch 22? And we do have a nice full room. I really want to thank everybody for hanging out. If you guys are regular listeners of Talking Trek, then thank you for being here and thank you for sharing the information. If you are new, then welcome in. And um, we, uh, we appreciate you trying us out. And I uh, look forward to bringing you this kind of content all the time. We try to do one to two videos a week. We do two podcasts a week. So we're extremely, extremely active. We are tied in directly with Scopely. I have daily communications with Scopely staff. So uh, appreciate you guys trying us out. Please do go check out the video. Subscribe to that channel. So at least you'll have all the new video content that comes out. And podcasts are recorded every Wednesday and Sunday afternoon slash evening. Uh, so feel free to check those out live. And if you'd like to visit our website to check out previous podcasts, those are available on our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can catch up on archived copies of all of our podcasts that we've ever done. This past week, we uploaded episode 76. So 76 shows for you to go back and get caught up on. And there are some great ones. There are some really, really good ones. So now some of them are fluffy. But some of them are hard-hitting, and we invite you to go and check those out. Um, QA says, don't want to sound like I don't want the game to grow, but this is another thing that we have to do. Mining, Swarm, Exchange, Borg, and Faction Hunt, too much. I don't disagree. Ripper and I were talking about this early this morning, QA. This game is approaching a threshold, and that threshold is choose your path. It's going to very soon 
become realistic, that you can't do everything. And I actually don't think that's a bad thing. Ripper agreed with me. This is going to allow for further fractures in progression. Are you focused on officers? Then focus on the badges. Are you focused on reputation? Then focus on Borg. Are you focused on research and ship development? Then focus on outlaw. It is going to come a point where you have to choose your path of progression, and that allows for further customization in this game and further dissection of progression, meaning that another level 40, another level 40 won't be the same as another level 40 on the same server. So, all right, guys, I'm going to bounce off here for a little bit. Uh, you guys enjoy. I'll try to keep you updated in text with the stuff that happens throughout the day, but it's time me to get to work if you have questions leave them in the chat room and i will try to get to them please do like and subscribe to the youtube channel leave your comments there 